0: Welcome to the Infinity Initiative, a 10th anniversary Marvel Cinematic Universe movie rewatch podcast. Episode 1 Iron Man.
1: Hello there! Welcome to the Infinity Initiative. Avengers 3 Infinity War is just over the horizon. To prepare, we're watching all the MCU movies in order. My name is Stuart, and I'm joined by Mr. Ben Avery. We're big MCU fans and are super excited to rewatch these movies. So let's dive into 2008's Iron Man.
0: 2008. Man, that's 10 years ago.
1: It is 10 years ago. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe you, we've been doing this for 10 years?
0: Well, I mean, we haven't been podcasting for, two, for 10 years, but we've been doing the movie thing, yeah, for 10 years. Wow. The Marvel movie thing.
1: The Marvel movie
0: thing. Well, the MCU movie thing anyway. That's
1: true. Man. Yeah, okay. what is this podcast, Ben?
0: Uh, Well, this podcast is a rewatch of all those movies. It's going to be weekly. It's
1: going to be a weekly rewatch.
0: Yeah. So that's why it's in its own feed Mm -hmm. is because we have our Welcome to Level 7 podcast with its feed and this is its own thing Um, in its own feed. And so, yeah, you texted the group and said, hey – Did you realize (laughs) if you watch one movie a
1: week starting the first week of the year, you will get to Infinity War in order and on time? So I was like, "We got
0: to do this, guys." Yeah, and so we are. We're doing it. (laughs) We're doing it. So every week we are revisiting an old uh, MCU movie until we are not revisiting old ones and revisiting new ones instead. Yeah, at the end. So, Uh, So. <laughs> yeah, Black Panther will be the week of Avengers Infinity War.
1: Right. So, what's interesting, we're not going to go into in depth. We've assumed you've all seen them. Um, and if you haven't, why listen to this now? Go listen to, you know, go watch them and listen to the old episode. Um, ben, do you think we can put that
0: into the show notes? Yeah, you mean the episode that we covered it uh, for Welcome to Level 7? Absolutely. Yeah, I think we can. I've been re listening to those as well. <laughs> the- and. It talk was interesting. About, it was fun.
1: Talk about a walk down memory lane.
0: Yeah. That's, well, that's only five years ago, not 10.
1: that's <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so, wild, man.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, so basically, we're going to ask three questions of each movie. What are your memories of watching this? What are your thoughts now? And what does it add to the greater MCU? Um, basically, what did you think then? What did you think <laughs> now? And how does it relate?
0: Yeah. And, so... Oh, go ahead. Well, and so starting at the beginning, I don't know if I can remember back 10 years.
1: I, I have vague memories.
0: I was just a young whippersnapper.
1: Well, you were 10 years younger. That's for sure. Yeah. So, so what do you remember of, of Iron Man, John Favreau's Iron Man in 2008?
0: Well, I remember before going to see it that the, the all the stuff that Marvel was planning to to make this big cinematic universe and and their plans to do this movie and then that then, then the hulk was coming and they were going to be tied together you know and 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 there was going to be you know stay around for the end credits because there's going to be a a big surprise you know that kind of thing and and then the big surprise was revealed online before going to see it. Like, so <laughs> so when I went to see Iron Man, I knew what the post-credit scene was going to be. I knew that there was going to be a post-credit scene. And I knew Sam Jackson was going to be doing the post-credit scene because of internet, internet spoilers. Oh, yep.
1: Curse you, Internet. Yep. Um, I don't remember any of that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that they had um, made – Iron Man, like a one-off thing. They hadn't planned any of it. At least that's the revisionist history that I'm aware of. They hadn't planned any of it. And I remember being surprised by uh, Sam Jackson showing up at the end being Nick Fury. Because I had just read The Ultimates, which is the Avengers in the Ultimate Universe, um, where they they drew Nick Fury to look just like Sam Jackson. And that was on purpose. I remember that being a big deal. It was on purpose. So when I stayed till the end of the movie, because I'm a good movie watcher, there I was treated nice, treated pleasantly.
0: You were rewarded. I was rewarded. You were rewarded. And you were rewarded with with Sam Jackson. And he, he got that thing that he got that part because of the whole ultimate universe using his likeness and, Mm -hmm. and people being, Hey, Oh wow. What, what if, you know? And, um, it was just one of those perfect moments. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so, so there, there's that. Uh, I also, I do remember liking the movie a lot. Like if you're going into, what do I remember about the movie? I remember liking it a lot. I remember buying it on DVD. I remember rewatching it. This is probably the one I've seen the most, uh, simply because every time a new movie would come out, for the first few movies, you go back and rewatch the old ones, you know? And, and so Iron Man got rewatched uh, right before incredible Hulk. It got rewatched right before Iron Man two It got rewatched right before captain America and, and Thor. I mean, it, and so it, I watched this one on a lot of times, not too 10 dissimilar, eight years ago. Yeah. Not
1: too dissimilar to what we're doing right now, actually. Um,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Only, far fewer movies <laughs> yeah right
1: um so so what are your thoughts now on that how do, how does that compare i mean obviously we still like it let's not dispute that um yeah I, I don't know if it's this. obvious
0: though i i mean it, it's the, this is the thing it's 10 years old and there's a lot of movies that have not aged well in no, 10 years no and and i i would say though that this one is one that has aged well and
1: absolutely absolutely
0: yeah i i, I don't think it's an it's a given, but I, I do think that it, it stands up, it holds up and the effects hold up. Mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like they look, they still look good.
1: They do. Uh, they absolutely now, do.
0: part of it is metallic things are easier to do as special effects than I don't know, say body, you know, humans and, and aliens and that kind of thing. But it, it holds up. Um, I, I will say this, Tony Stark in this movie he He started bothering me, like really? I was losing patience, yeah, I was losing patience with him um i I just
1: in, I, in, in what way were you lo- i mean because we're at the end of we're not the end of his arc, but we're at the we're sort of closing in on the end of his arc right now, where we are ten you know ten mm-hmm. years later, and i I kind of felt that he was at the begin i mean he's definitely at the beginning of his arc, and I see how. Like immature he is,
0: yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. How poor
1: he treats, how poor he <laughs> treats uh, uh, Pepper and and everybody else, especially you know Rhodey, played by brilliantly by Terrence Howard. Um, oh,
0: I I I could not stand the way he was treating people. That that really absolutely. is what it comes down to the character himself. That old version of him, past Tony Stark, uh, to to pull from some of the, the ways that we talk about, like. Um, you know, us in the past and, and, and that <laughs> past Ben didn't mind past Tony Stark when they were both in the present. Now in this present right now, past Tony Stark is, uh, I, I lost patience with him as far as the, exactly what you said, the way he treated Rhodey, the way he was treating Pepper. Um, and it was played for laughs, but the growth wasn't there. And so it was a little more funny because we didn't, we hadn't seen him grow from that. And well, yeah, it was, it, it tried my patience. He tried my patience.
1: Yeah. What's interesting about that though, is, is if you look at his growth over 10 years and, you know, he's arguably been in the most MCU movies, I think, um, mm-hmm. if you look at that growth, where he is in, in Spider-Man: Homecoming is way different than where he is right now in Iron Man, and there's that growth over ten movies, which I've never seen that before in movies. And so for that, no. I give it
0: props. I, I mean, you you might see, you see that in Star Wars, and with with like uh, Princess Leia and and Luke Skywalker jumping trilogies, you know, um, you see some of that in Star Trek with the characters aging. And and the movies reflecting the aging that they have done and the way that time is passing and uh, and, and Star Trek the Next Generation, too, when, when especially when they pass over into the movies. Uh, but like James Bond.
1: No, no,
0: he doesn't grow. I mean, no. he's the same character in every movie. You could you could argue that the Daniel Craig version of James Bond has grown over the three or four movies that he's been in. But if you're going from Sean Connery to Roger Moore, they're the same uh, he, movie. Yeah. I mean, Roger Moore is what's he was 73 years old and he was doing all the same stuff that he was. It's just they didn't even bother to to age him, you know. And and so, yeah, with with Tony Stark, there's definitely change and there's growth. Um, But I also wonder if some of that comes down to I've seen this one so many times. That's true. And and there there are probably only a few movies I've seen more than than Iron Man and that would be some of the Star Wars movies the, the the first two aliens movies um trying to think through if there is anything else other than than those that I I've mean, seen more
1: Wrath of Khan
0: Yes yes Star Trek movies too Yeah definitely
1: But what what separates this from Star Trek movies aside from the fact that the captain of 2009 of the Kelvin ship is in this
0: um, <laughs> Well yeah
1: Uh, is that they, if what you're telling me is true, which is a news bomb on my head where they are planning this and you can see Kevin Feige working in the background, this is a piece of masterwork. This is a masterwork. I mean, the fact that it's 10 years and 17 movies, that's an, that's an incredible thing to have accomplished.
0: Well, for them, it wasn't so, I don't think they were planning out like this this Tony Stark te, you know, 10 year character arc plan. It was the Marvel movie, you know, 10 year business plan. We are going to make movies that are going to make money. And what we're going to do is we're going to make, we're going to do it like we do comic books and let it be a shared universe and, and, you know, build up to the Avengers. Um, now, part of that also was they didn't have, they didn't have the keys to their more popular characters, you know, so they they didn't have the keys to Spider Man, the keys to Wolverine, they didn't have the Fantastic Four, they didn't have uh, any of those that you know are not part of the MCU. And so they were taking their B list characters, who are recognizable but not super popular. You know, Spider Man for decades was you know on people's underwear and uh, all over the place. Um, Hulk had a TV show, so that helped with him. Uh, and, you know, they were all in comics and, and constant characters in comics, but they weren't the A-list characters. And that's, what's amazing to me is that they took this B-list character in Tony Stark, Iron Man, and turned it into a super fantastic hit movie. Right. That and, and, it wasn't just an action movie. It actually had some heart to it and it was, it had humor to it and it had, uh, you know, a sharp script and it had, um, uh, uh, john favreau behind it and
1: yeah. the uh, to me w- the three things that make this movie sing are the perfect casting of robert downey jr mm-hmm. the perfect directing slash writing from john favreau because mm-hmm. you can tell he has heart in this movie um which by the way i was a little bit afraid of when i read that it was him because i hated swingers what hated it
0: I I don't know you, Stuart. Uh, I do not know you.
1: You hated swingers. You know, I watched it when I was. I mean, that came out when I was in high school, and I couldn't yeah. go to Vegas, so that's what. It that came out,
0: out when I was in film school in Los Angeles,
1: and you went to Vegas a lot, didn't you?
0: I didn't go to Vegas. <laughs> I, I drove through Vegas, but um, to me, I when I think of swingers, I think of the LA portions, not the the Vegas portions, mm. and.
1: Yeah. Well, and that, and that's right around perfect. But yeah. So, and then you have the, again, I I keep, I'm going to put Kevin Feige up on a pedestal. I believe, um, Kev dog, if you're familiar with our old shows, uh, but Kevin Feige was right on target with this. He kept saying, let's go back to the books. Let's go back to the books. It's in the books. It's in the books. Let's, you know, to use a term we phrased over on the other one. You know, let's MCU this. Let's make it right. Let's make it well, work well. Um, and then it all started with this one. It all started with this movie.
0: It did. It, it did. And they, they created a world, a, a universe, really, yeah. uh, you know, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I mean, they, they created a tone uh, that didn't take itself too seriously. But still tried to plant one foot firmly in the real world, mm-hmm. which comes out with all the terrorist stuff. You know, right. I mean, this is this is 2008. So we're seven years post 9-11. We've been dealing with in a very real visceral way and a very on the 24 hours news networks for, for seven years. There's been terrorists, terrorists, terrorists. And so to, you know, they, they updated his origin. It, you know so he in the comics he was a vietnam he was in vietnam uh but here they updated it and they they put him in afghanistan and um
1: which absolutely totally works let me let's be honest does. it, it, it does. absolutely does. works they, they they removed it from the comics enough to make it relevant to today which is what they do when they reboot comics right <laughs>
0: exactly yep
1: so I,
0: yeah I, it's just it, it's it's uh it's really, it's, it's a well-made movie and mm-hmm. it does still stand up today. Um, I, 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 like, I, I look at this and I think to myself, they could have made this today. Right. In, in some ways. I mean, it's of its time, but it's time is not so far away that it's anything. It's not like a, it was made in the nineties and
1: it, it'll be interesting and and it to shows. see what it, you know, what it does, what it looks like 20 years on. And, you know, and 25 years on and 50 years on and, and how does it hold up then? But right now, great.
0: Well, and and part of that is because we've stayed with the character. And so when we look at this movie, he is 10 years younger, more or less. Yeah. And, and so that does, there's some forgiveness that comes there to say, okay, this movie is a 10 year old movie takes place in 2008 and the character has grown with it. And so it's, it's almost nostalgic in some ways to, to watch that movie because you're, you're going back in time and you're going to see a new movie with him in just a few months.
1: Right. And, and you never know where he might pop up. Who knows? He could be in black Panther. I don't think he's going to be in black Panther, (laughs) but that's, that's the great thing about this shared universe. Right. Um, and you never know who's going to pop up. I mean, not to spoil things, but, Characters from this movie end up popping up in, in future movies.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm i not sure. what What is our spoiler policy with this one? I say, this podcast?
1: I say you've seen it. If you're listening to this, you are taking a trip down memory lane. You've seen them all. That's my, okay. that's my premise.
0: So it's not like we're going to intentionally go out of our way to say things about other movies, but other movies might get mentioned right. in the course of conversation. That, right. Okay. All right.
1: So, like, for example, I could have said, yeah, the scientist guy from the beginning shows up in Iron Man 3.
0: He does that. And that's a great through line. We'll mention him whenever we get to Iron Man 3 um, and whoever does it. That's the other thing with this podcast is we're going to have more of a rotating cast of characters, so to speak. And some voices, Um,
1: some new voices, hopefully.
0: New voices, hopefully. And maybe some old voices, hopefully. We'll see.
1: Maybe. I would be happy for that. Um, but for now,
0: you get current voices. <laughs>
1: yes, you get current voices, although I am losing my voice. So forgive me for that. Um,
0: hey, it's winter and you you live in the Upper Peninsula. So I do.
1: I do. Where it's,
0: it's, it's forgivable.
1: It's actually above zero today. It's amazing.
0: Oh, it was for you. It wasn't for us.
1: <laughs> well, then I'm yeah. special.
0: We got it from you.
1: <laughs> there you go. So I think we answered this question. But what does it add to the greater MCU? And I wrote down yeah. everything because it, it invented everything.
0: <laughs> Yes, but first of all, I, uh, there are two important things you, you mentioned already, Tony Stark, the perfect casting. Um, I mean, he defined that character so much so that they had to do a complete to me anyway, a complete course correction in the comics. They had to turn around quickly and say, how do we get Iron Man in the comics to be like Iron Man on the screen? Because people who see the movie are wondering, Hey, I wonder what the comics are like. And they're not like this. Uh, I mean, he he defined the character in a way that Christopher Reeve did with Superman. Um, I I would say Gal Gadot did for Wonder Woman, uh, Chris Evans for Captain America. And then, I mean, Tony Stark here with with Robert Downey Jr. I mean, they just redefined or defined or just completely just uh, stepped into and owned and created that character in a way that you just don't see very often. Especially characters that were not created, especially for characters that were created before they stepped into the role. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. And had been, had we seen Iron Man on screen before?
0: Not in live action, no. I think there was an Iron Man cartoon that came out in like 94, 95, around in there. Hmm.
1: Um, I mean, I'm wondering if he ever showed up on the Hulk like.
0: um, Oh no, you mean the TV show?
1: Yeah, because Captain America showed up on the Hulk, didn't he?
0: No, no. He uh, he had his own two pilot episodes that they were trying out the character. So they did these two um, TV movie Mm. things with him
1: Mm.
0: uh, around the same time that the Hulk was popular and and the Hulk was part of what caused Captain America to 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 get get those two pilot movies. But um, no uh, Daredevil and Thor. Right. OK. Both uh, were in TV movies with the Hulk in the, the later 80s. Um, but Captain America and, and Iron Man did not appear in any of those TV kind of things like that.
1: Right. Because you were just saying that he's kind of a low level character. People, mm-hmm. which is weird for me to say at this moment, 10 years after this movie came out. Um,
0: well, yeah. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. turned that character into an A-list character.
1: Right. And a little background on Robert Downey Jr. I mean, he was kind of down and out before this movie came back. I mean, I think he was kind of on an upswing, but he certainly wasn't the mega gajillionaire that he is now. Right. He wasn't the mega star that he is now.
0: And that down and out part of his, his persona. And and I'm not sure how much of it was him uh, playing the part of being Robert Downey Jr. And how much of it was him uh, just being himself. But um, I mean, he, he embodies Tony Stark because that's kind of the attitude that he had. And, and he went through drug rehab and a bunch of stuff like that. And so this is him making his career comeback uh, or part of his career comeback. And then this made him, you know, right. like he right. he's making his comeback, but you know, don't call it a comeback. This is, this is just him redefining. <laughs>
1: Mama said himself. knock you out is what it is. 90s, <laughs> yes. 90s rap for you there, kids.
0: I'm, I, yeah, I, I, as much as I don't know about 90s rap, there are certain things that you just can't help but know about 90s rap when you grew up in the 90s. Yes.
1: So, LL yeah. Cool J for you. need to, to Google it. Um, <laughs> so so do, you have any, do you have anything to add
0: on, on Iron One Man? One more thing. Go for it. One more thing, and I can't believe you haven't mentioned this. Oh. We would not be doing this podcast without this movie, not because of Iron Man. But But because because of of Colson, Colson was in this movie. Colson has been MCU from the beginning. He's an original character that was created for that movie. In fact, then they did turn around and do some comics where Colson shows up as a character in the Marvel Comics universe. But he's a completely different kind of character at that point. And uh, they they created him for this movie to be the the bureaucratic character guy mm-hmm. and
1: and i will you know, to, admit to be the suit to be the suit when he first shows up played masterfully by clark Gregg by the way when he shows up i was like oh it's cold oh, it's <laughs> i um, i got a little verklempt i'm not gonna lie i got the
0: verklempt yeah yeah no it's i i didn't get the verklempt but well, i was like oh yeah there he is yeah 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 uh first mcu movie there he is uh it which makes it even more appropriate for him to anchor the, the longest running now, uh, maybe not the most popular, but definitely the longest running MCU TV series. And sorry,
1: uh, let's be and, honest.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, Colson has been on screen more. Uh, I would venture to say more than any other MCU character because of agents of shield. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong about that, but I don't think I am.
1: I would, I, I would be hard pressed to, um, To dispute you. Let me say it that way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, unless I'm wrong and and I never am. Um, (laughs) Uh, He's and and that's because, I mean, let's face it. I mean, no one else has had a TV show. I mean, maybe if you're just counting screen time, but not. I mean, you could maybe say, okay, the Incredible Hulk had more screen time because he had a TV show, but that wasn't MCU, you know? And then if you get into Spider-Man with his, all of his movies and his cartoons and stuff, maybe he has more screen time. But as far as the same character, the same version of that character played by the okay. same actor, um, he was there in the beginning. He was killed off in the middle, but he came back. And, and that's why we did welcome to level seven as a podcast was because of agents of shield. And, and, that's what has brought us to this point here is by doing welcome to level 7 uh, about all the Marvel Cinematic Universe and then saying hey let's do this movie thing and and do a rewatch and go back and see what we think. So, yeah man, I mean here we are. It's because of Coulson and he's changed, uh, you know, a little bit over time.
1: They I mean they I think once fan reaction and reaction in general Saw him in this movie and then subsequent movies. I think by the time Avengers rolls around, um, and you know, the tragic death of Colson, you get the sense that this is a character you don't want to lose, and that's why they masterfully brought him back on the TV.
0: Yeah, yeah, of course, but in doing so, um, he he hasn't traveled on a character arc the way Tony Stark has, which is Tony Stark has this natural character arc. Uh, the change with Coulson has been he's anchoring a TV show now, and so we've got to, you know, turn him into a little bit more than just the fanboy or the suit. Um, we've we've got to give him some more to do, and and give us more depth. And so the TV show has been the best thing that could happen to that character because it gives him more depth and allows him to, um, you know grow and and do fun things and colson has always been us that was our our mantra at the beginning we are colson colson is us, is us. Mm-hmm. and yeah so and it started yeah. with iron sorry, man to, sorry, in fact
1: i'm just re-watching i'm kind of got it on in the background and his scene just shows up perfectly just right then yeah so anyway uh do you have any other final words for mr iron man
0: I, I think that's it. I mean I enjoyed watching it again. I'll mm-hmm. I'll say that. Uh there are a couple other movies that you know, I remember them being more of a slog than <laughs> than this. And
1: and we'll get to those, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I'll also say this like I there are certain MCU movies that I don't like as much as other ones, but I don't think that there are any MCU movies that I just plain don't like. Um and I, so me as well. I, me as
1: well. Yeah. A bad MCU movie is is better than a lot of other things.
0: Yep. Yep. No, it's like whatever. It's what I always have said about pizza, you know? <laughs> uh, even bad pizza is still good pizza. You know, pizza's good even when it's bad. The same thing with uh, U2. You know, a bad U2 album is still better than a when they, lot of when other When they force
1: stuff. you to have.
0: Yeah. I like that album, though. I don't care. I was glad they gave it to me. I'm, I'm one of those who was like, Sweet. I get it for free. All right.
1: I said the same thing.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So anyway, yeah, good stuff. I enjoyed it and I'm glad to be doing this rewatch.
1: Well, on that note, thank you for watching Iron Man with us. I hope you enjoyed it. If you would like to share your thoughts with us, head on over to welcome to level forward slash feedback, where you will find a great many ways to keep the conversation going.
0: Welcome to the Infinity Initiative as a member of the Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning podcasts to help you think, laugh, and succeed at Noodle.mx. Once again, thank you for listening. Next episode, The Incredible Hulk.
1: Oh, yeah.